we got Mr. Gerald popping up with the Pink Link Podcast and Pop Up and Create. Yes. It's your girl Marquivia, and we're at Pop Up and Create Studios, um, the Pink Link Podcast, hosting home. So today I do have a guest with me. His name is Gerald Emerald Rose. Gerald Emerson Rose. Emerson. I don't know where I'm getting Emerald from. Yeah. Emerson Rose. And so he's just coming out here to share his organization with us today. And I'm going to let him introduce himself and more about what it is he does. Yes, my name is Gerald Rose, president of New Order National Human Rights Organization. Native of Toledo, Ohio. Uh, my dad was an icon civil rights activist, and back in '92, it actually kind of rubbed off on me. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> so, your dad was more about your organization. What do you all do? Well, we fight for people human rights. If your right. rights being violated, uh, we do the legal representation. We have four court, uh, four current attorneys on in, on staff. Uh, we do a lot of stuff with the youth. We do a lot of outreach in the community. You know, I do travel across the country. Wow, yeah. to help people who may be experiencing any kind of any type of rights violation. Correct, that is correct. And I have seen many of instances. I guess those who are locked up and mm -hmm. things, and you go out and help them. You mm -hmm. know, to fight for their rights. To that is correct. To be we released. go off facts, not emotions. If we had facts in front of me. Yes, I will go out there and represent you, yes. Wow, so they go on the facts of your case, not just you emotional and you did something and trying to get out. Right, right, that's true. Because okay. if you go off facts, you're going to get victory at the end of the tunnel. If you just go off emotions, we don't have nothing to go off for. Wow, I love yeah. that. <laughs> and so you said this rubbed up on you in 92, seeing your dad. So what, what type of work did your dad do was this in the same realm? Oh, my God. I mean, our house and church was put on fire growing up. Death threat calls came in. Um, the original movie, Dr. King, that Paul Winfield played, I don't know if you remember that. Um, my dad went out for that play. You know, every year, you know, they go live at um, Ebenezer Church down here when King's birthday and celebration. Mm -hmm. They used to do that in Ohio for my dad. Wow. And my dad sounds just like Dr. King. And um, it was not easy. But at the same time, I remember when Minister Farrakhan came to my church and spoke. Um, Rosa Parks, I remember when I was a kid, we picked up Rosa Parks. She came and spoke to my church. An anniversary. I met. I met a lot of people. A lot of people. Growing you know? up, because your dad was in that community. Correct. That is correct. Yeah, wow. I was exposed to civil rights as a kid. Yes. Okay, so you you was also in the marches with your dad, or? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I remember in Oregon, Ohio, when an off-duty a white officer shot a little nine-year-old black kid, um, and it was uncalled for. So my dad turned around, had a march in Oregon. We was getting called the N word and all this and that and whatever. We was getting justice for that young boy in the family, wow. and someone turned around and burnt down the officer's house. So what it is, they blamed us because of the high publicity. So we had a police officer in front of the house like thirty days straight for security. It was not wow. easy growing up, yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Um, when I look at those movies and just think mm -hmm. about, you know, it was actually like a movie. Be honest, exactly the yeah. things that people went through for us to have the freedom that we mm -hmm. have that we, I think, sometimes take for granted because we didn't have to fight for it. You know, it seemed like it just, in in a way, it ain't as much freedom when you do still see po police brutality and mm -hmm. discrimination. But it's a lot easier than how your parent had it, and you know, our ancestors had it. Mm -hmm. coming here so 
um just growing up and experiencing it what what type of feelings and thoughts did that have on you and impact first of all we were wondering you know when we go be alive the next day my wow. dad was very deep into this it was not a joke he took it very serious you know stuff like that so uh, when you take when you do the real work you become a threat exactly and my dad became a threat in the city of toledo ohio you know things like that so but uh we just prayed every day you know he had god lead him but it was not easy but at the same time uh, we, he was all about the business because he was fighting for our freedom for our people that they could be free in the, in the future right so with your dad having this passion behind what do you think that came from what fueled him just you know, I guess. I think what it was when he was a kid, I'm trying to remember, he was on a bus uh, with an elderly uh, black woman, and it was, you know, very racist back then. Yeah, so as you being a kid and him being a kid was totally. Right, and what happened is the, the elderly woman said, hey, went up to the bus driver and said, sir, uh, I need to go to the restroom. And he said, sit down, you, you know, you N-word and all that. And then bus driver disrespected my dad you know, and, and so he remembered that just because he was a victim of it. And then he just started getting involved, started, um, you know, doing a lot of research on Dr. King, Gandhi, you know, that was his followers and all that. And then uh, it just, he was off and running. You know, my dad got a, uh, his church um, at 19 years old. He was wow. at Church of Christ first. Church of Christ uh, kind of held him back on what he wanted to do. So then he switched over to Baptist you know, and things like that. So my church was not just a church doing stuff behind the four walls. You know, he was very active in, you know, getting people registered to vote, you know, and things like that. Right. Was very active in the Making community. Making them informed. Right, he did a lot of outreach in the community, you know, things like that. So he, he, he did a lot, you know. So I was kind of following him, but I never thought it would rubbed off on me. I love that. I love that you say that because I want to just point out, um, Many times, children, you growing up, you see it, and mm -hmm. you're not actually thinking that that will be what you're gonna do. But I many never times, thought it because I was in the sports, playing basketball, and all that, right? And things, but it kind of rubbed off because two of my best friends got killed execution style. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't really, really supposed to be here talking to you because they went to the store. But they never returned. They got murdered. So my dad and went. You could have been with them. Yeah, and my dad went on an eighteen-day fast. He locked himself in the house, drunk nothing but solid food, and asked God to give him some spiritual guidance on how we can, you know, stop the violence in our own community. And I was watching him, and I was looking at it as a dad first, not no activist. He said, "Son, I need you to go out to to do a press conference." And I was like, "Man, I'm, you know, this this is not me." And I actually did a good job, you know, and things like that. How so, old were you when you first did the press? That was about like, I was 20, maybe 26, 27. And, um, and I did a good job. And I was like, wow, I can do this. I can do so this. So it started there. That's think. when it started, yeah. And then I've been off and running ever since. Right. And, I, and I, as I was saying, too, when, you know, you're young, you're seeing things in your environment. Right. And then as you get older... You know, it's like, dang, my mom did this or this person did right, this. And right. that's why, like, you got families that have lawyers. Everybody's a lawyer, you know. Right, right. Those kids, may, maybe they didn't think they were going <laughs> to grow up to be a lawyer, True. too. But then as they got older, it was just True. adaptive nature right. of their environment. Like, 
You literally could be a product of your environment, whether it's a good environment or not so good. Right, right. When right. you say that. Right. Yeah, that? It was very interesting. You know, someone told me that I need to write a book. You know. I thought you had a book. Nah, nah. See, that's another one telling me I need to thought I had a book, so it's my clue to go ahead and write a book. Exactly, <laughs> as you should. Right, right. And right. so then you start branching out um wow. after that right. and doing right. it more. And Correct. that's how you form new. Order, yeah, order actually it was New Order at first, and then it went from New Order to New Order International Human Rights Organization because I started in Ohio, but I got a phone call from my cousin in Birmingham. He said, Cheryl, you know, you really want to elevate, right? I said, yes. He said, why don't you move down to the South? You know, I'm in Birmingham, but I live in Atlanta now that you can really get your program really going on a national level. This is the birthplace of Dr. King. I was like, man, you're right. So when I came down here in Atlanta, I didn't know nobody. I'm all, you know, coming down here, whatever, you know, the Ventura Road from Toledo, Ohio, came to Atlanta. And now I went from New Order National to New Order National Human Rights Organization. And I got members across the United States as we speak wow. right now. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, my first big case here in Cobb County, there was a t um, Mayor Dunaway, who, who, who's a, a Caucasian guy, was the mayor of Marietta, um, Anthony Cohen, who was African American, he said, "Be quiet like a tar baby during a city council meeting." So another, so the mayor told a city council member to be quiet, like a tar baby. Like a tar baby. Yeah, this was on the news, and no one's saying that. I'm like, whoa! If Dr. King was alive, he would have said something. And then I remember the Reverend late Joseph Lowry. He said, "When well, Mr. Rose, this is Cobb County. This is not Atlanta, Georgia." I said, "Well, and you know, because I knew the genes where I came from." And I said something about it, and then I seen someone, a teacher, called two students the N-word, and then I seen a little girl got suspended with a Tweety Bird chain. Nobody's saying it. All this happened in Cobb County, where actually where we're at right now. And I said something. I called a press conference down at the King Center. You know, I was nervous and all that, and said I wanted the teacher uh, to get suspended. You know, I demand that the, um, the mayor of Marietta to apologize publicly you know, and also <clears throat> the little girl um, got back in school, and I did that. I, it was accomplished. I'm so like, how do you feel when Gerald Rose from Ohio coming down here calling shots, even with high profile well, people? First of all, you know, it was like, okay, who is this guy? You know, why are you coming down here stirring up mess? Right. This is cops. Trying to this keep is, it hush hush. Right. This is not Fulton County. This is Atlanta. This is Cobb County where. It's very, very racist out in this mm -hmm. county. And everybody was, it's like from the outside looking in, no one would never say nothing. Mm -hmm. I said, no, nah, I, I can't stay silent no more. And I got my stuff sent from Ohio, all my information, all that, sent it to the media, explained that, you know, I was doing this in Ohio and I got justice. And I was like, wow. and I've been off and running now. So it went from then now, <clears throat> right now, currently, you know, we get calls. Uh, throughout the United States for help. Matter of fact, I'm going to a place called Clayton, Ohio, uh, on May 20, I'm sorry, it's gonna be May 25th through the 26th to handle my business. There's some, some racism going up, it's everywhere, but I'm going up there uh, to, you know, to, to help my people. You know, right. God got my back. Now I'm gonna tell you, when I was on Nancy Grace show, the day after I got off the Nancy Grace show, the IRS showed up at my house. Now they ain't wow. sent me no letter to me. 
I called my dad and said, Dad, why? He said, well, son, if you ain't got nothing to hide, there's intimidation what they're trying to do for you. I said, well, Dad, I ain't got nothing to hide. I had to submit a 990 form to make sure that I was not getting no money from Michael Vick. Because I spoke up for Michael Vick when we got into the dog fighting. Because mm -hmm. you, you're guilty, you're innocent until you're proven wrong. Right. Um, you're actually innocent until you're proven guilty. So obviously Mike came out forward and said that it was that he did do it. I was very disappointed. But they was wondering why I was getting kind of funds or whatever, you know, from Michael Vick and to not speak up for him. Yeah. So and I kept writing Michael Vick a letter and all that. And of course he got out to be a better man. Right. You know, Charged his life around signed another hundred million dollar contract with the Philadelphia Eagles. I told you, when you put God first, <laughs> everything, yeah. everything. Confirmation for me today. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. You know, I took a lot of heat. Peter came after yes. me. I wow. mean, they were sending me nasty emails, letters, hate mail, and all oh, that. Yeah, because, I, get, I currently because get of the that. Um, brutality of the animals that he right. calls, and then you you're defending him. Right, so, right, yeah. right, right. But at the same but you time, you didn't want an innocent man to be per persecuted. I can. There you go. They, but he 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 came clean. Said he was wrong. We did. I still think the crime was too harsh because of the color of his skin. Mm -hmm. You know, we know what's going on in America. Yes, you and know. sometimes when we look at it, and I and I and I literally try not to get in that type of vibration because it's like they sit on those pulpits and do things mm -hmm. out of spite to get you right up and throw it in your face like I can do this and you can't do nothing right. about it. With right. some certain cases, that's one thing about um, me, I will not see. bite my tongue for nobody. Yeah. Period. I mean, my dad told me, he said, you know, one thing he said that um, ain't no white man go boss me and ain't no black man go, uh, I'm sorry, ain't no white man go buy me, ain't no black man go boss me. You know, as long as okay. I got the relationship with the man above, that's all I, at the yes. end of the day, that's who I got to answer to. Yes. You know, this is to. this is his movement. He's just using me, mm -hmm. you know, as a seed, you know, because uh, I believe in God, you know, and I know this, he can take all this away from me. If he wants mm -hmm. to, but he know I'm very sincere. I'm perfect. No, I make yes. mistakes, but I'm very serious about my people in the community. Amen. Yeah. Yes, like that's beautiful. That's beautiful to hear because um, you know, so many people get caught up in. Yeah, we we need to do life together. We we do need others to have our back. But first and foremost, people get it wrong when they trying to go outside of themselves for everything. When mm -hmm. you got to go up first that's and right. foremost. And trust right. this man to have your back before you can go to the next man to get your back. You know, I gotta be doing. You have to have confidence in him. Well, I gotta be doing something right because I have members throughout the United States. Yes. You know, and um, and I still the ones that work remotely. I still got their attention because you can easily get distracted. If you're not here locally with some of the staff right, members. Right, but they're still active. Right. And, and some of them has been victims that I have helped. Wow. You know, and things like that. So they understand. This is bigger than Gerald Rose. Exactly. Yeah, you know. That's, that's usually what purpose is. It's like you start it with where you are, but you know, then it becomes way bigger than you. Yeah. Like, this, this, this is far more right. bigger than me. It's, this ain't about me right, right here. Right, right, right. You know, I just kind of um, tell God to keep me protected. Now, I can tell you that when I am traveling, guess who provides security for me? Oh. The Nation of Islam. And I'm not even a Muslim. That's, that's a blessing. Yeah. Matter of fact, I'm in their wall of fame at the Mosque 15 on Camelton Road, and I'm not even a Muslim. I said, why are they doing this for me? 
And Minister Sharif said, why not? You, you, you black, you're doing positive things in the community, and I gotta make sure that we take care of you. That's a blessing. Yeah. When you're in alignment, God would definitely bring forth the right people Correct. to continue to clarify that alignment and that journey Correct. and That's confirm. Right. That's right. That's right. I love it. Yeah. So um you started back when you did the speaking, um, I wanna say speaking engagement, but mm -hmm. you what were you calling it? What's that? What, uh, the press conference for your dad. Okay. So how yes. long have you been doing it? How many years have you been doing the movie? <laughs> I'm telling my age now. I'm just joking. Yeah, take age. <laughs> I've been doing it like over 20 years, about 20 years. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So you've seen a lot. Yes. So how many Every cases day. in that 20 years have you gotten justice for? Mostly all of them. Wow. You know, you know some might have slipped through the cracks, but uh, there was a high-profile case in Jackson, Mississippi, where... Where I'm from. For real? I done been... You heard of Rankin County? Yeah. Ooh, I got some problems there. I done been up there like once a month back in 2011 where a carload of four white teams uh, went over to Jackson into by the college and ran over to, ran over this black guy and said, we just ran over this end guy, you know, this, you know, the racist slur. Mm -hmm. They just killed him. And I'm watching CNN, I'm seeing this, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm like, no one like the high profile activists that you see on TV, all the time, didn't say nothing. I said, you know, I don't wait no wait on nobody. So I, my um, former vice president said, let's go. Well, I said, where are we going? I said, we're going to Jackson, Mississippi. And I went down there to make a statement. Didn't know nobody, you know. And at the end of the day, I ended up getting justice, you know. And then you can Google all that. You can Google all that. Wow. And um, one thing about me is that when I go off facts, I'm rolling out because I know I got them. Because it's facts. And so you had a lawyer to look at the all the. Oh yeah, I have a uh, yeah. We have four. Uh, one of our uh, attorneys uh, represented Cardi B. Okay. Yeah, we got two high-profile attorneys. We got one in D.C. We got one here in Atlanta. We got an attorney out of Detroit, Michigan. Uh, so we we legally protected. They can't touch me, you know. So anything that I get out on, I make sure I get legal advice from my attorneys. Or sometimes my attorneys. Um, people call might go straight to our attorneys. You know, we got a we got a, a lawsuit against a hospital in Champaign, Illinois. You know, where a, a staff member had a power of attorney over his mother, and they start making decisions while this consent, and she died. Yeah, I'm not making Wait, this up. Wait, a staff member. Staff members uh, was making a decision uh, over the guy in my organization. Let him have power of attorney giving her unauthorized medicine and all that, and she died. Oh no, I can't handle that. Wow. Then, as one of my staff members, one thing, I protect my own staff. You don't mess with nobody in New Orleans. And now we currently have a lawsuit, you know, against the hospital in Champaign, Illinois. I mean, I could go on and on and on, you wow. know, so we have a platform that we just don't just speak out on things. We have attorneys who get you. Stuff like that. So we have another lawsuit uh, pending in Akron, Ohio, where a young lady and my staff was attending a march. Jalen Walker, I don't know if you heard about that. Jalen, uh-huh. Yeah, where she was part of a peaceful rally, and the police threw like a uh, what you call that a grenade? Grenade. Yeah, in the um in the in the crowd, 
and it affected her. And right now she's almost blind in one eye. I called one of my attorneys, she backed over information, you know, so that's pending, you know, so, wow. <clears throat> you know, we don't play, we can bring, you know, legal representation. Get justice. Correct. I love it. I love yeah. it. And so, um, been doing this over 20 years and, and doing this, I know you mentioned you had a radio show, so mm -hmm. on the radio show, is it pretty much oh new water God, organization as good. well? I got to get you on my show as well. Um, we yes. just, I had, uh, I went from a being on people show to get my own show, and I loved it 108.9. Um, it was power radio, but it was not getting the viewers. But now I have a TV show and a radio show combined. So when I'm doing my TV show, you're actually listening to me on the radio. We got over 5 million listeners. So is that like a podcast too? Five That's million, amazing. 5 million listeners. 5 and million. If you have a Rico Roku TV. Roku. Yeah, Roku. Um, we're live from three or four on Real Talk. And you got to download Cluster TV. That's the AM or PM? Um, it's, in the, uh, it's in the afternoon. Okay, three uh, or four. I can't get up no three TV. in the morning to do But no. you know, I thought maybe they were running. You know, you Yeah, know, what it is, more. you'll be live and then they running it all week. And you have an audience of five million? Yes. Five million rates called ATL Talk. Thank you, thank you. Number God, when you're doing the real work yes. and God know that blessings come in all, Amen. and that's what's going on. But the one thing I'm blessed with some dedicated staff members. That's a blessing. Yeah, I can't do this by myself. That's I'm just saying. Yeah, that's everybody, right. everybody's important in New Order National. And that's the thing too, like. Yeah. Yeah, you see God, and God will bring the right people right. to flow Matter to, of fact, to this, you because the dream is bigger than you. Because you you're not gonna be able to do it by yourself. Right. right. Matter of fact, this Saturday I'm gonna have Farrakhan, right hand man, in my studio to to to, to explain about you know the nation of Islam. You know, I know people question their religions, which I do myself. But at the same time, we're black people first, and yes. they look out for me. Period. Yeah, so I don't want to hear that mess talking talking negative about what they stand for. And I do understand just the fact when I make a call, they're there for me. And I don't you know can't how judge it. And if you, like, I'm a Christ believer, but I'm not going to judge what the next man mm -hmm. say. Don't judge. Right, right. You know, right. so I can't knock it, you know. Right. That's them. Yeah, I love them because they look out for the new world. Yeah. I don't know what they do for anybody else, but I make a call. I can I could be in Alabama, Mississippi, and make a call. And yeah, we went to Philadelphia. I had a, a case up in Philadelphia at Temple University. Uh, he called. I called up there, and you know, let them who I am, and they were there with us. Wow. Yeah. It's all about it. yeah. So building relationships and having the right true, connection. True. That's true. And so that's the same what you um, formed with that organization. Mm -hmm. It's a great relationship. That's what we did. That's what I did. Yes. Mr. Sharif, uh, that's what it is. He's a regional director of this area. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> he spoke at a town hall meeting in Cobb County many years ago. And I just, you know, I lended my hand out there. He said, well, hey, we can work together. And he proved it. But when he put me on a wall of fame here in Atlanta with pictures up there with Ali, different people, I'm like, wow, it put me in tears. That so was. You pray for me as well because this is dangerous when you're doing the real work. Exactly. Um, that's why I was want to ask you too. Like, mm. 
how you do it? Like, I don't, I mean, like, I, I love standing for Cover by the Blood. Yeah, <laughs> like, I love standing for my people and human rights and want to see justice, but at the end of the day, I don't know, like, the guy Sean King, have you heard of him? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And the threats his wife and his family receive, and sometimes it I'm happens. like, that is happens. it worth it? And it's then, happened. Now, when you ain't getting them calls, you, you're a joke. I mean, not a joke, but you're not doing nothing. But when you got people calling you, hate mail coming to your P.O. box, you must be all type of stuff. I can show you some stuff. You'll be amazed. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I, I rock with you. I stand. For <laughs> you. I stand for you, brother. You're so silly. <laughs> but I don't know if I, and that is not me being a coward. Well, no, it's some people organizations are behind the scenes. Right. Well, you might you can make things behind because I have different departments. Right. You know, there's only certain people's in the forefront. Right, and I'm not gonna say I won't speak up neither when I when I think about it, because I am a person that will speak up. Mm -hmm. But it's like no, but like I said, that your role can be like marketing or research. Right. They won't even know who you are. Cause remember when I first met you at the airport? Right. Yeah, we did meet like, at the airport. He's like, what is this guy talking about? And I invited you to a, I think a page that we were doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but a lot of folks you might not know who they are, but they're making things happen behind the scenes. And Me that's personally, what it, that's what it I'm used to being in the forefront. Right. Because you know, I was, my dad told me, he said, son, you know, you might be the last one standing at the end of the day because you was born into this. You know, you mm -hmm. came out your mom's womb. This is my calling. Yeah. It's like that. So it ain't everybody's calling. Right. You know, I can't be on Facebook activists complaining about what's going on. If there's something that I feel I can make a difference, my research department will do some research for me, you know, and then I'm off and running. You know, so. Oh, excuse me. I love that. Yeah. Get, get the job done. You never know. You might be a part one day. You can be behind the scenes. All right. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, what I was going to say to you, so you've been doing this over 20 years. What would you say to someone out there that is, you know, Want to do something in this lane or any lane, but afraid, you know. And well, first of all, what have you not to be afraid? Especially well, with your all, line. Of uh, if you got God first, you're not gonna be afraid. We all gotta leave this earth one day. People don't want to hear it, so I'm leaving this earth fighting for the next generation. I'm not doing it for me. I'm doing it for my my kids, my grandkids. Somebody did it for us. Yeah, how do your kids feel right fast? Well, they're older now. You know, my daughter is rubbing off on my daughter. You know, it's funny. I see the things that she posts on Facebook and stuff like that. You know, at first, when she used to post stuff, I used to be like, hmm, why is she post? But now it's more boss moves. You know what I mean? I'm a boss now. and You know, and she kind of do some very, very spiritual quotes. Some mm -hmm. positive stuff. I just sit back and laugh. I say, there it go. It's coming off on She I want to admit it. And my grandson, uh, I had him in the video when he came down here. He's like, he's seven years old. You know, he up here doing this in a little video. And he said, Grandpa, black, you know, black lives matter. And then my daughter like, Dad, stop. You know, she was like, don't be forcing him doing that. But it got to rub off on somebody. The legacy got to continue. You know what I'm saying? So, but um, if you're scared and you can't take criticism, this is the wrong business. Yeah. You know, Any business, you gon' sure, I might get an inbox message and if it's somebody that, you know, called us for help, we don't help out, you know, I might get an inbox message. 
oh, you ain't there for the people or something. But that's negative. for everything. Yeah. You're going to yeah. have your naysayers. You're going to have the people that support and those that hate. Haters. Okay, how good you're doing. Right. Even pastors, bishops, they get criticized. Talk talking about Jesus. Right. So that's yeah. the effect of anything yeah. you're going to do, too. Right, right. Makes things up on you. You know, it just... It's just weird, but you know, God says, you know, like the bunny rat, I keep going, keep <laughs> going, and keep going. Because again, it's in me. I can't stop if I wanted to. You know what I mean? It's in me, and you know, it's just amazing on how, wow. you know, people say, how do you do it or whatever, because I'm plugged. Yes, I love he said that because that's just I was I was on a live when I was on the way over here, mm -hmm. and when something's in you and just on you, like even if you wanna stop, you can't, you can't. stop. You can't. Like it just go if you stop, it's gonna it's gonna keep egging at you. You know, God is good. I'm on, I'm going to um, I'm starting chapter in Akron, Ohio now. Um, just we we are making moves, We're making moves, wow. and the more moves you make, the more haters come. And you know the Do sad part about it? The more haters, the ones look just like me and you. Our own bad. people. Yeah. Sad. <laughs> Very sad. sad. Yeah. Sad. And I, and I wish, but it all stems back before us. Right. It was fed and bred in us in slavery. That's true. To dislike one another. That's true. So that generation of curses is just spiraling over now. Right, right. In the right. form of hating. That's true. So we, we, we got to pray for them. <laughs> Break those chains. That's right. That's right. Got you. But, yeah. you know, um, basically, you know, when you speak up and a lot of people are afraid of change, you know, and things like that, it's going to call animal. It's going to, like, make people nervous. And like I said, when I started doing stuff here in Cobb County, they were like, man, you can't mess with Cobb County. Mm -hmm. They thought I was crazy. But at the same time, is I knew what type of background I came from. You were shaping and, the table. Yeah, you know, and uh, Dad didn't play that. That part rubbed off on me. Mm -hmm. You know, things like that. So I just keep keep moving, and and when my when my time to leave this earth, they can say Gerald did try to help somebody. Yes, that's what I was saying too, because um, we all we we born to that, so it's better to be in a um mindset of taking a risk and doing it mm -hmm. than to get to a place or age or not even be aware because you've gone on because we don't know our time right. to not have done what you've been purposed here to do everybody's born with a purpose right now and were you living back in um jackson mississippi in 2011. You don't remember the James Craig Anderson case? It was very high profile. That I was big. That. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about that I was involved with. But you he can got go hit over there for Highway 80? Yes, at a hotel he got ran mm -hmm. over. I remember that. Oh, yeah. I remember that clearly. Yeah, you need yeah. to Google my name and him. Yeah, I'm the one that, that was involved in that getting justice for him and him wow. and his family. Yeah, I was in your neck of the woods. Yeah. I was in Rankin County for a press conference right over. Confederate flag, I did it on purpose. You know, it was amazing. But um, there was a black DA at the time. Mm. They had a black DA. And one thing about me, it ain't all about rallying protests and screaming and hollering. And then you go home and size it. And then once you get done screaming and hollering, you don't have no results. One thing about me, my dad taught me quite well. You get inside them doors. 
I got inside the door and met with the DA, I said, we got a problem here. You know, you got four white kids, red of a black guy, and three of the kids, <clears throat> you don't even have accessory to the crime. Sir, don't you know you just as dark as me? Because me and you got in the car, even though you were DA. <clears throat> Excuse me. If, you got in the, if we got in the car and ran over a white person, we both getting charged. What is the problem? Murder. You hear me? So why are they getting off on this? And he looked at me, and next thing I know, all of them got charged. You know, so. You got you to get inside these doors, man. You can't just be rallying, protesting. Which is good. You kind of, too expose the situation, then what? You know, you gotta have a backup agenda. Period. Well, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work these days. What Back then, it worked. Mm -hmm. Marching and protesting. Yeah, Back then, it that. worked. You feel me? You know, but once you... I went to a Black Panther... Um, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know why I'm catching the cold. I went to a Black well, Panther uh, rally. It was my time to speak. I said, let's stop here right now. Let's go in front of Walmart and fake people money. It was looking at me like I was crazy because I know that will get them. You feel me? Mm -hmm. If you start affecting people in their pocket, all this stuff will stop. But we don't have the old school mentality to do that. You got to have obedience. I mean, be obedient to doing that. Yeah. Um, discipline because things are so easy that it's easy to go get it from them mm -hmm. when it's convenient. Right. Then, okay, we're not. Right, you gotta right. find more black owned people who are, you know, that you can support to get the supplies that you need. That's true. But yeah, they listen when you affect those pockets. Yes, that's 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 how it will work. But you know, for some reason, us as black people, we know it'll work, but it's just the fact that we don't we don't stand ground with right, that long enough. Right. To that's why I don't really get out there rallying protests. I would do it every now and then unless we get some people registered to vote. I'm not gonna just go be hooping and hollering. And nothing's getting and then, Them days is over that, with. with. Tear gas sprayed on you for nothing. Right, right, right. Um, right. wow. Like it's, now I have an open door policy with the chief of police here in Cobb County. That's now, when I say open door policy, I'm not your friend. It's just the fact if we get a complaint in Cobb, I will be in his office in 24-7 to address the issue. Mm -hmm. You know, how, hey, how can we solve this? Okay, that's you know, good. Like that. Yeah, so... It's kind of have a, even a relationship with. Right, right. I got one in Toledo, Ohio, my hometown. Because I got when I go to Ohio in July, I'm gonna be meeting with the chief of police because there's some issues up there. It's issues everywhere. I called down to Miami, Florida, to request open door policy with Chief Morales. I think that's the name. Don't even know him from jump. Wow. But one of my spokesperson is from Miami. So wherever I have a seed planted, I'm calling your chief of police. And wow. I have a seed in your area. Said, sir, can I help you? I introduced who I am. I said, I would like to possible uh, meet with you about having an open door policy. Said, this open door policy, if something happened in your area, instead you got people rallying, protesting in front of your door, I'd like to kind of meet with you so we can both come to an agreement. He said, okay. I gave my website information. It was on and popping. Because he looked at it like, wow, this guy, he only spoke on the Sandra Bland case. Remember that case? Yeah, I remember her. She was in the car. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, we spoke on that. And uh, <clears throat> it was funny on how I got involved because I was looking at it from a distance and it's a, a girl I went to school with. She said, Jer, I want you to keep this anonymous. I said, why are you sending me to speak on Sandra Bland, Kate? Because I, I could have been Sandra Bland. Mm -hmm. 
said, I don't want you to who sent you and all that. So I went out there and had a press conference in front of the jail. You know, actually it was ABC World News, all of them came out. Wow. You know, and I went out there, I got inside the jail, spoke with the, um, the, um, the one that ran the jail. Mm -hmm. uh, had a chance to speak with her. Who was the the um, um, the one that ran the jail? Was her was the sister? I said, man, I would not leave until I speak to someone. You know, they looked like who this guy? They had like SWAT all on top of the. Um, For you? Yeah, because they was wondering where I, who I was. It's like you was about to go down. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but they had a SWAT team. They had yeah, because they didn't know who I was. That could be scary. Yeah, but like hey. you're brave. Yeah, I mean, ain't a cop squad. I'm gone. Yeah, they had people on top of the um, because they didn't know who I was. They exactly. Like, who is this brother coming from Georgia? Had this this encouragement, and I went down there and gave him some demands. But see, I was the only one speaking about Sandra Bland. Right. Everybody was, but I went with a problem was in front of the jail and spoke. I didn't do it from a distance. I didn't have a rally here in Atlanta, and an issue happened. In, in Texas, I went to Texas where the problem was. I went in front of the jail where the problem was, mm -hmm. where they killed her. She didn't commit no suicide, right. you know. So I'm in there, you know, having giving some demands, and police was everywhere. I'm like, I'm just doing my thing, and you know, and um, basically, I know they did get a settlement, but at the same time, I can't. I got to do my part. I can't just watch things from a distance. That's good. I can't. That's not me. I'm not a Facebook actor. I'm not a Facebook activist. Right. <laughs> if you know what that means. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause I, 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 I've been a Facebook, Facebook activist. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just saying. Right. But I, I, I've also marched, you know, for Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. Right. Now I'm thinking of Black Lives Matter, which I support. But when when we kill each other, does Black Lives Matter? It does. Cause some of our people don't. I know that's sad. Really sad. That's why I said everything starts with us, you know, um, the hate and the jealousy and all that stuff. But it's sad because it, it, it's it's with us, but it goes beyond us from that slavery. Like that affected True. us. True. And but you know what's that sad stuff, about um, that, man? Passed I, on no, generation. It, 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 it is a different situation. I do understand, but when we kill each other, I'm just as angry. Because you remember the young man got stung gun by the Wendy's? Yeah. Okay, the next day, a little girl named Shaquille, nine-year-old black girl, you probably seen that, mm -hmm. took a stray bullet. You know what I mean? Bullets don't have no eyes. He wasn't out there protesting, rallying in. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting... And then the previous day, we were saying Black Lives Matter. I get it. I get it. It's different when other people do something to us. But it needs but to be that same energy. Other, Yes, we don't have that same. And it's like we you oh well, it's like we used to it. But then they say, well, you got white on white crime. True, but I see more. Maybe I don't know if it's the media, but it seems like you see more Thank black you. on black crime in the media than you see white on white, Asian on Asian, Chinese on Chinese. That is that is correct. You don't really see them crimes on correct. TV like that. That is until we get our own media, like your platform. But I don't even watch the news. Since COVID, they was feeding it so much that I had to say, you I don't watch I, the news at all. I, I have to disagree with you on that because you can have. I should. Yeah, because you can have a predator live next door to you. You can 
You know, I hate when people say you got to keep up on. I know all news is negative. I do understand you're coming from, but you, you know, yeah. something can be going on in your own community. You're talking about my grandparents, my yeah. mom, my mom, my dad, and, and and actually, I've been like telling myself, okay, I'm gonna. I'm, I've been telling myself I'm gonna get back into it, but it's like, do I wanna welcome that energy back in? Now I had an ex that used to watch it and he would play it and I'm like, oh hurry up, let me go on go because I'm gonna hear. And for the weather, I have the weather app, and so. But you know what? I said, I said, and then a lot of times you see on social media. And so I did say I was going to at least start trying to watch the first five minutes if I get back into it. But just to be watching it like I used to. I understand. It can get frustrating. But I have to me, what I do in the community, I got to keep up with current events. Right. You know, things like that. But I do. I hear a lot of people say that. I kind of disagree. But, you know, everybody's had their own opinion. But me personally, it keeps you up on what's going on out True. There. True. You know, but I understand all news is negative news. You get depressing. Right. So I understand. Especially during COVID, too. like it was just too much. Right. Right. Yes. And so that's when I was like, see ya. <laughs> Turn this off. Right. So um, we about to be ready to wrap it up, you right. all. But I, I, however, I must ask you. I, um, like I like to ask a lot of um my guests. Mm -hmm. Um, well, two questions. So are are you married or have you been married, and how your wife feel about? You bouncing your organization, the things that you do, does it take a toll on the relationships you have? Or relationships I don't respect what I do my other half. I don't really mention because of what my mom went through as far as death threats because they don't come after you. They go after your family. You so love. I refuse to kind of put that information out in the public. That's good. That's you know good. That? Because right. of what my mom went through because um, it was crazy. Yeah, so I don't really put my you know, personal business out there like that. Right. I'm very protective, yes. Okay, and so, as well as you being a man of faith, mm -hmm. do you manifest things, you know, in your life with what you've done thus far in your organization? Have you seen any manifestations that you said, okay, I want this to happen and that has happened because you manifested it into your experience? Yes, not just with me, but my job, my chief of staff, former chief of staff, rest in peace. John Drummond, I miss Rest you. in peace. Yeah, he, he was in the organization 15 years. He said, Gerald, I see a vision on this organization. Wow. I said, what, John? He said, I see New Order. I see you traveling across this country. I see you have staff members throughout the United States. I mean, he he, he visioned this. He visioned wow. this. And now, unfortunately, he passed away um, about four or five months ago, and it still kind of hurt. And he wow. was on this journey with me. Now he's not here to see it, so... He's seen it before I seen it, you know, because uh, he was he was uh, <clears throat> he lived in Columbus, Ohio. He sat me down. He said, "Gerald, you know, we're about to do some major things." Mm -hmm. I said, "What?" You know, I'm like, "Man, this ain't gonna happen, John." He said, "Bro, we God gave me a vision last night, and it came true. It came true." And uh, while he he, he uh, when I first met John, I met him out uh, here in Atlanta. He's from Dayton, Ohio. I gotta give him his flowers, you know what I'm saying? And I tapped him on the shoulder one day. He's like, man, who's this? What you doing, bro? You know, he had that and I told him what I do in the community, you know, and things like that. So I invited him to a meeting, you know, and he, and he came out. And he came down here in Atlanta to change his life because he was making some bad decisions. Mm -hmm. 
in Dayton, Ohio. And so God put me in his life and a smart brother, smart, you know, but recently, you know, New Orleans ain't always been like this. You know, went through the ups and downs. People always, everybody can go on the journey with you. Okay. And I would repeat that. You know? And then if you don't get rid of them, God gonna get rid of them. That's right. That's and you gonna be hurting like, whoa. That's you right. gonna right. see why they was removed from that's the right. journey. That's right. That's right. Everybody ain't missing now, oh my God, my new order family is off the chain. That's amazing. And I love them. I mean, I wake up, I text them. You know, it's not I, but we. You know, we kind of we're, we're family. That's good. We're across the United States, we're family. Yeah. You know, but John was was my man. He ran the legal department. You know, when legal calls come in, he ran it. And did a wonderful job, but he seen the vision, and it came true. Wow. Uh, I'm gonna say yes. Um, I wasn't the one that seen it first. I knew that when my cousin called me uh, from Birmingham, when I did come to Atlanta, I knew it would elevate. The question is when, and it did. Wow. <laughs> and you it knew did. it was just when. when, when you don't know the when, but it is. Yeah. And now we get calls all over the United States. You know, when I travel, all travel expenses are paid for. You know, but at the same time, when I are on someone else's time, I gotta, I gotta do my work. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like I said, I'm going to Clayton, Ohio, uh, on the 25th of uh, of May, and it's a business trip. So, wow. Okay. When I'm on a business trip, I do apologize. When I'm on a business trip, um, it's business. Right. Even when I go home, it's business. Right. It's no playtime. You know, things like that. Well, I definitely thank you for coming out to the Pink Lady. <laughs> well, you know, you can have me again. You know, maybe Most I can come, maybe I could come in and get a community update because Yes, we love updates at the Pink Link Podcast. <laughs> you know, we, we can talk about updates. that because I do network with other platforms like this. So I might come in like every three months and just give a curate update as far as what's going on. So right. keep your your platform, you know, up to date. Yes, because we love all things positive, especially in the community. And I, and, you know, y'all don't beat me up. I'm in sorry. The, hold on. Don't beat me up in the comments, but I just know, you know, my position, and I definitely am a person that speak up and speak out for mm-hmm. the community and right. and love bringing it together and right. you know giving out that positivity because i know where we come from i feel like i used to be a negative nasty you know i was mm-hmm. because that's what my environment or maybe what i saw of you know that's what you was right. yeah right. you gotta break those chains though and, right. and spread out that positivity right. and with and support each other and want to see the next person win because when you can see the next person win you just gotta know that it's only a matter of time nothing that's where you can go to someone else. And that's the mindset you have to have. Right. With people walking in their purpose and, you know, doing the things that they're doing. Like, that's their journey. And you got yours. And what's right. for you is for you. So don't hate on them. Congratulate them and, right. and want to see them do well. Because when can those I say one last things, thing? Mm-hmm. My dad got honored at Morehouse College. Wow. Back in August with Andrew Young and all them. And he got honored again in Valdosta, Georgia. And I'm going to be like one of the speakers. I know I'm going to be teary-eyed. Like, <laughs> and because uh, my dad was, 
In my mind, he's not because he's my dad. My dad was an icon. You might not have heard him on a national level, but the national leaders but heard him. But there's a lot of icons that didn't make it nationally, you know? Well, I'm saying this. Because I think they said it was somebody else that said on the back of the bus before Rosa Parks, you know? Right, 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 right. Right. Like, you know, Al Sharpton, you know, my dad. Uh, remember Cynthia McKinney, U.S. Congresswoman? Yeah, she was she she was a beast here in Atlanta. I mean, she was she was, she was an activist first, politician okay. second. That's good. Yeah, Cause you know, you know. She, she spoke her mind. She didn't play the game, mm -hmm. and they didn't like her because when you do that, you you're doing something. Mm -hmm. You're ruffling some feathers. Yeah, but um, I really appreciate the the invite. You're I gotta get you on my platform Most now. Most definitely. You see the pink link <laughs> over there. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> God is good. Any more so, last words for the people? Um, I just want to say that um, to my children, to our people, you know, put down the pistols, pick up the pencils because another victim dies, another mother cries. I love the youth. You know, we just as important and we got to keep them prayed up. Yes, I love it. Put down the pistols and pick up the pencils, baby. <laughs> Please listen. Right. And so y'all know what I like to always say to you, that you are great in the life that you desire, you create. So go out and create. Live out your life purpose. You see everyone that has come on, including brother here, Gerald. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The middle Future members, she just don't know. Yes. <laughs> um, just go out and live out your purpose. Like, fight for what it is that you know that is fighting for you to go do it. Because believe me, I know that thing is egging you. Like, you know it's on your mind. You can't shake it. And ain't no running from it. Right, right. Even he can't run if he wanted to. That's right. Can't do so it. So don't you. <laughs>